Hey, Crossroads Online fam, glad that you're here with us. This is Kenny, and man, it has been a busy couple of minutes, it seems like. So um, we're getting ready to head out. Don't know when you'll be listening to this, but we're getting ready to head out on a mission trip to Brooklyn. Very excited, taking 12 folks and uh, just doing vacation Bible school with Cornerstone Community Church and Nathan Tubbs. Looking forward to that. But to on this uh, episode uh, or this podcast is episode three of The Crossroads Show. One of the things we've tried to do is take different people and their experience in being part of Crossroads. Well, this one's a little different. Uh, this one is a husband and wife that moved in from a different area, looked around and found West End Baptist to be what they wanted to call their church home. So uh, very excited to have Brian and Bethany with us. And as always, man, welcome to Crossroads. Of course, as always, the Crossroads show is sponsored by something. Tonight, Crossroads show is sponsored by Insomnia, brought to you by the Becoming Lock-In this Friday night. Very excited for y'all. <laughs> no sleep. Uh, and what time does that start? It's like Lionel Richie. Just like Lionel Richie. You remember. Okay. Yes. Okay. So... So anyway, that, that is one of our sponsors. Co-sponsor, of course, is our folks that are going to Brooklyn the next morning. We've got a team of 12 people that will be going to Brooklyn. Uh, Ten of them will leave Saturday morning. Two of them will leave Monday to go to Brooklyn. We'll be doing vacation Bible school with uh, Nathan Tubbs and uh, Cornerstone Community Church. So be in prayer for us as we're doing that. Also, this coming Saturday morning, uh, you all know what took place Sunday morning. There's been a lot of deconstruction going on, so we're going to rebuild our somebody. I'm not because I'll be in New York. Uh, but we're going to put the things back in place so we can have worship in our worship center Sunday morning. So at 8 o'clock Saturday morning, we need your strong backs and weak minds. Come and just be, be brute force for them as we set everything back up. Uh, but tonight, of course, it is the Crossroads Show, and we're excited, as always, that you're here. Uh, we've got one more of these that we'll do after tonight. Next week, you've got a guest speaker coming in. Uh, your praise team will be able to do a full set. They've been cutting their set short for me, and I appreciate that. Thankful for that. And uh, tonight, we've got two people that are joining us that are part of Crossroads, and they are going to give you a different perspective on what Crossroads is. So if you would, give a big Crossroads welcome to Brian and Bethany Smith. All right, would you talk into your mic? Word to your mother. Mm, I don't know that that's appropriate. They no, it's not. They don't not. know anything about that. They have no idea what that means. <laughs> uh, anyway, we are, we are glad to have Brian and Bethany here. Uh, I, I Honestly, I've been thinking about this a good bit, and I was trying to think of the first time that I met you guys, and I'm sorry, but I can't. Uh, and the reason that I feel bad about that is because um, I feel like I should know the moment that I met you guys because y'all are a huge part of my life and a huge part of Crossroads. For those of you that don't know, that is because of the man sitting there and the woman sitting there because she said, yeah, go get out of the house. Um, we were in New York last year, and I looked at Brian, and I said, I want a wall like that. And he was like, what are you talking about? And behind him was a wall that looked like this. We were in a burger shop in Brooklyn, and he said, I know a guy. And I thought he was giving me a New York, hey, I know a guy, forget about it. You know, I thought it was one of those things. It almost sounded like that. It was close. I had that New York I know a guy, huh? <laughs> Shut up. Eat your burger. Um, but then he comes back and he says, hey, we've got wood. And I was like, congratulations. What Forget are you talking about? about it. <laughs> and then he says, we've got the lumber's been donated to us. 
And then there was a man that donated the, the labor to cut everything the right size. And then several of us got together and we painted it and made it all pretty. And then uh, we spent several nights up here installing yes, the did. wall. Yes, we did. And he knows how to read a tape measure, and that's very important when you're cutting things. So anyway, we are glad that you guys are with us tonight. Um, so why don't we get in? Just go ahead and get started. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, we'll start. Whichever of you want to answer first, where did you go to high school? What year did you graduate? And what are you currently doing? I graduated in 2002 oh. from <laughs> Dable High School, and I am currently a kindergarten teacher at Clinton Elementary School. I graduated in from Talladega High School in 1996. Nineteen oh six. Yes, oh six. <laughs> Nineteen ninety six. And uh, I currently work for the Alabama Forestry Commission as a forester, helping people manage their timber. Very cool. And fighting wildfire. Yes, he is also a volunteer fireman. And uh, there are many nights that, uh, not volunteer, that's part of what he does. There are many nights that he'll just send me a message and go, hey man, pray for us, we got one going. And that means that he's got to go get on a bulldozer and cut trails so they can stop fires. It's actually pretty fun. Yeah. But, you know, there's an element of danger to it. You know, there's something about having a friend that has control of a bulldozer. And <laughs> he's like, hey, you want to come ride a bulldozer? Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't trust me that much yet. So anyway, um, okay, so you guys have worked with students uh, for a while. Tell us how that all started and uh, the different places where you have actually worked with students. Um, when I first got here, I took the job in 2001, and, um... And that's I not met, here at West End? No, not here, here at West End, County. here in Chilton County, sorry. And I met, a, actually met a friend of mine from Talladega that graduated a year, um, behind me, and he was the youth director at Poplar Springs, so naturally, you know, being in a place that I knew nobody, um, I started going to, to church over there with him, and that's just kind of how it... It, it it just kind of fell into fell into my lap, you know. I started working with youth. I never knew that I had that calling or uh, had, would have a passion about it. But uh, working with him and 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 just helping him, it it just sparked something. And uh, I was like, "Thank you, Lord. You know, that's what I'm meant to do." <laughs> yeah. And then I came in about three years later when we started dating. Actually, on one of our I think our first dates. He drove me by the church because the youth were doing some kind of event. And he's like, hey, come meet my youth group. <laughs> so our first date, he took me to meet the teenagers that he worked with. You stayed with him. Look, that, that was the least of our hey, problems. that's a calling too now. <laughs> yeah, no, no question But about um, for me, I grew up in a very mission-minded church, so it was always very much, how are you, where are you going to serve? It's not a matter if you're going to serve, where, where are you going to serve? So I started out at my home church, like Amy, Amy did, um, I started out teaching preschool Sunday school, which my mom made me do because I was going to go in education and she didn't want me to be a teacher. Mm. But anyway, it just kind of, that's how it started. And once Brian and I got together, then youth ministry became a big part of it. And that, that's for the past 15 years, together we have worked with youth in youth ministry. Ever since we've been together, it's just been part of what our marriage consists of. Yeah. It's one of those it's just one of those fun things that God has blessed our marriage with. You know? He's just, it's a fun thing. <laughs> I told you it was fun. supposed to be. <laughs> well, really, the reason we do it is because we don't want to grow up. And we don't yeah. want to act like grown up. And I, but I will true. tell you that you guys, not like you particular, but this is your fault. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, I do remember, I can't, again, I can't say I remember the first time you guys came here, but I remember having a conversation with both of you. You're like, hey, we worked with youth before. Uh, we get that a good bit. <coughs> I get that a good bit. People come and they see you guys and they're like, hey, we want to hang out with teenagers. But uh, when I talked to them, I said, all right, tell me about what you've done. And I started hearing, well, we were here and we were here and we were here. Uh, Brian, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to tell them about Interim Youth Ministry and how that became such a big part of your life. Oh, boy. We have been, or I say we, Bethany has always been by my side when, when the church asked me to do it, but I've been the Interim Youth Director four different times at two different churches. So anytime a, a youth director would resign or leave or, or for whatever reason change churches, that church would ask me to step in and, and carry the youth group on. And uh, that's because we've always been such a, a close um, worker, you know, in, in, in youth, in youth ministry. And uh, it's just all, you know, it's one of those things you, you just never have the heart to say no to. And uh, it was always a blessing when they asked me. And, uh, at Poplar Springs, we did it twice. The last time, it was for two and a half years. Um, they just... Uh, they just got comfortable with us and stopped looking. But um, at Verbena, we did it twice, and uh, that was just in between uh, the youth director or minister that they would hire to bring in. So yeah. it's, um, it's, it's one of those things that's always been fun. It's always been stressful, but it's, it's always been a calling that you know, I just couldn't say no to. Okay. <laughs> Let, let's look a little further back than that. Uh, tell us about uh, when you became a follower of Christ. What was your experience when, when you became a follower of Christ? Okay. Well, I was saved. Um, I remember, you know, saying the prayer when I was uh, about seven or eight years old at my home church in Talladega. And I remember the preacher coming by and, uh, you know, leading me through the prayer. And um, through my teenage years, it was, it was hit and miss. I mean, it was spotty. My, my family didn't make us go to church. Uh, church was not a huge thing, but it was always important to me to be there. And um, when I was 17, I rededicated my life at a um, uh, Bailey Smith crusade in Talladega. Wow. That's how far back we're, we're yeah. going. <laughs> and um, that's just, that's always been my foundation. Uh, through college, you know, through my, my 20s, my 30s, all through life, um, it's just, you know, Christ, the Holy Spirit, it's just been that still, small voice back there just leading you and guiding you and uh, it couldn't be a better feeling just to know that when you don't have direction you do have direction mm -hmm. and yeah. I was in fourth grade when I um, got saved and joined the, joined the church um, I went to First Baptist Church in Dable um, and I just I had grown up in that church my dad was a deacon my mom was the pianist for the church she was filling in as the pianist for 12 years <laughs> it was 12 years. Um, so I think that's the thing in churches. Um, but for me, it wasn't like the, this huge, oh my gosh, you know, wonderful salvation thing. I had always known about Christ. And for me, it was just, this is what I was supposed to do. I knew from the get-go that, that was what I was supposed to follow God. And I, I always wanted, I, I, I knew there was a, a reason for me to serve him deeper. That I needed to accept him and to, to truly follow him and trust him with every aspect of my life. And from, from that point on, by the time I hit you, um, it was, okay, all right, God, I, I, I love you, I believe in you, what do you want me to do next? And I, 
for me, that's always been my experience with, with, with Christ is, yes, I'm saved. I'm so grateful for everything you've done. What can I do for you? Because you've done so much for me. And that's just kind of how I've always looked at it as far as, you know, with our ministry. And even even before, it's funny, we joked around. Um, I told Brian one time, my youth minister asked what we saw, what we saw ourselves doing when we were older. And I said, I could see myself being married to somebody in youth ministry. And I was... Be careful what you ask. I was 14 years old, and I didn't, I didn't know, but here, I, here we are, you know. Mm-hmm. That's just such, such a big part of our lives. How long have you guys been married, and how many children? Tell us about your children. Mm-hmm. We've been married 13 years. <laughs> hey, that was smart to let her answer that. Um, uh, Seventy-two years, I think, we've been married. Yeah. Well, I would say he could remember our wedding day because it was in his wedding ring, but he lost that. Third, I remember. <laughs> um, but we have two children: Colin, who's ten, and Ella, who is seven, and they are on the other side of that wall. So if y'all hear they may something, become a part of this interview. Without not to. <laughs> if y'all see him, see me give an ugly look, you'll know. Yeah. <laughs> but. We were very we were very blessed for our thirteenth anniversary this year to um, get to sit in our room and watch our daughter accept Christ as her Savior, yeah. mm. and then to watch her get saved, uh, yeah. baptized Sunday during the flood. That was awesome. <laughs> that was a great anniversary present. And I, I apologize to Brian. I had to apologize to you because I, I just sent him a message. Hey, we've got some water issues. I need you in the shop back. He was like, okay. Just drop ahead. Mm-hmm. Brian's one of those guys that doesn't matter what needs to be done. He stops whatever he does to help you out. And that's uh, for our young men in here. Watch him. Just follow his lead because he's a great example for us. And ladies, um, this woman right here, she understands there are times that honey's got to go do. And thank you for allowing me to borrow your truck yesterday. Uh, and... <laughs> Other times that I've borrowed you, thank you for letting me have him. Anytime. He's like, thank you. Um, uh, How long have you guys been here at West End Baptist Church, and what was it that drew you to the family of West End? Um, We've been here two and a half years. Uh, We actually visited the first time when um, Brother James was preaching his trial service. service. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, it was his first Sunday because he baptized Carly Mink. Okay. And we came to watch Carly be baptized. And... um, before that, we had, it was funny that like a couple months before, we were actually headed back home because, I don't know if y'all know this, but we're here by ourselves. We don't have any family here. Um, so we were driving back to Telfusa County for Thanksgiving, and it was really weird. Brian looked over at right next to me, and then I was in the pastor seat, and he said, hey, I really feel like God's fixing to move us somewhere. And I looked at him and said, I feel the same way. We were at Verbena. This, we, were, we were at Verbatim. Okay. Um, and he looked at me and he said, where do you want to go? And I said, I really feel like God's telling us to go visit West End. And so when Carly got baptized, we kind of used that as our, our, not necessarily our excuse, but that was why we were That able, was your reason to come. That was that our was reason to yeah. come. Yeah. And I remember sitting there during the service, and Brian was right next to me, and I looked over at him and I said, this is it. I don't need to go anywhere else. It was, it was so much like being home. I felt like I was home, and that these were the people I was supposed to serve with. And you could tell for West End, like I told you, I've said this a lot of times, very mission-minded, and you know that's a big thing. And West End, that was all you heard. Every Sunday you're here, you're hearing about a mission team, and it was, 
It was just God. I mean, we can look out of our kitchen window and we can see the steeple of West End. And it's funny that, you know, we've, we've lived in our house for almost 13 years. Mm-hmm. And we just don't, we, we can't figure out why we didn't start here. But God had other plans because there were things that he needed us to do. There were places that he needed us to go just to get us where he needed us to be. It was, I mean, uh, I totally agree with the, it felt like home. You know, it, it did. Ever since we, the, the first, since the first time we came here, it, it just has always felt like home. The people are so inviting, so friendly, um, so welcoming. Um, I go back to when we were at Poplar Springs and God moved us to Verbena. We had that still, small voice. Just, it was constant. You know, we didn't really know what it was. And, um, but we fought it for six months. Colin was, Colin was six months old when we moved. And, um... When we, when we got the same feeling, you know, the same still, small voice to move from Verbena to here, we knew what it was. And so we didn't, we didn't have to fight it that long. So when we came and, um, and saw Carly get baptized, and, you know, it was just like Bethany said, it was just that, felt like home. Yeah. You know? That's the best way we can put it, just, just felt like home. I love that. <laughs> I love hearing that. Uh, both of you, like you uh, stated, you guys have been working with students for a while. Um, Bethany growing up in church, uh, what what would you say makes this thing we call Crossroads different? It re- it reminds me a lot of how I grew up. Okay. Now my youth group was not as not as big as Crossroads youth group, but you guys have the family feel. My best friends growing up, and still the people that when I look back, people that I miss were my youth group. They were the people that we were always together. When it came time, hey, let's go to the movies on Friday night. We didn't have to be at church to decide to do something. Those were the people that we, we flocked to. And so it was so nice to know that when I went, went out and did things, I was, with my, I was with my church family. And, you know, your parents don't worry about you as much when you're with your youth group, <laughs> which they probably should have been, but I'm, I'm just joking. <laughs> But watch um, out those PKs, right, John? Where are you? I know you're in here somewhere. You know why they're so there bad? You are. <laughs> they are. I was a deacon's kid. Um, but you guys remind me so much of that, but on a larger scale, it's, it's just, it's neat. And I, I love that for you guys because you get that experience. That was, that was the best part of, that I remember about growing up was having that close-knit family with my, with, your youth, with my youth group. And you guys have that too, and I, I love it. Well, growing up in, in my home church in Talladega was Bemiston Baptist. I mean, it was a mill village. What's that? Bemiston. Bemiston. Bemiston Baptist. It was, it was a mill village around Bemis Corporation, and they were huge around World War II. And um, so it was an old church, kind of an old feeling. Didn't have a, a lot of youth, but the youth group that I was in, there were probably 10 or 12 of us that were, were there all the time. And... Um, we went through youth director after youth director because it was one of those churches where um, 10% of the people do 90% of the work. And when somebody gets burnt out, you know, they just throw their hands up in the air and, or somebody makes them mad, you know, they turn around and I'm just going to take my ball and go somewhere else and play with it. So um, that's kind of the youth groups that, that, that I grew up in. And we were, you know, a part of it, Poplar Springs, and not necessarily Verbena, but it was just a small church. You know, where 
the youth director was somebody that was filling a need, you know, and they were, they were, you know, just working for the church. And the biggest difference I see in this is, um, is you, you know, is, is a person that is, is called to be a youth minister instead of a, just a worker at a church, you know. Uh, you, you came in with Crossroads Ministry, and you, you, you've been the, the leader of that. And uh, that's, that's the biggest difference that I see in this ministry versus one of the other ones. You know, uh, it's grounded. You know, it's got a foundation. And uh, it's got a name. Crossroads name. is just cool. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I think... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was meant to be a compliment. compliment. <laughs> <laughs> it was different for you. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, loaded question, I guess, and be, be nice. Because if you say they need a new youth minister, I'm going to be okay. But what would you say is the biggest need in Crossroads? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll go. Um, I would say the biggest need for Crossroads and really any youth group is, is you guys. Um, after all, this is your ministry. You know, this is, this is for you. Um, we're the leaders. You know, Kenny's the minister. He's here for you. But Crossroads wouldn't be what it is without you guys. And um, it's one of those things that you're going to get out of it what you put into it. Um, if you're here just to fill a seat, then that's what you're going to get out of it. But if you're here and you invest in it and 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 you want to you want something out of it, that's when you see crossroads come alive and uh, and get better. Um, there again, you know we're the leaders, Kenny's the minister, and and we're here to really just kind of go where you guys want to go, you know, and 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 feel um, feel the needs that that you have. Uh, so the biggest need that I would say that Crossroads has is, is that you guys would step up and invest in it and, uh, and just, just be here. Well, to me, I would, I would love to see Crossroads do more for the community and for our church members. I, as, you know, the groups that we've worked with before, one of the, one of the biggest things that we were able to do was we would, we would go out and we would do yard work for people who couldn't do anything, um, for widows and things like that. And that brought so much joy to our kids because you guys are so blessed. I, I know you don't, you may not see that, um, but compared to some of the other kids we've worked with, you guys, the opportunities that you have to be able to share who you are, your great personalities, who you are, to be able to share that with others would mean a world of difference someone else so I just I would love to see us do more more service for the community and mission mission trips yeah that's mission that's my thing I guess yeah I, I love mission but I guess that's what I, I would like to see more of think back to your first crossroads experience whether it was in here whether it was a trip what what would you say is the moment that you realize the crossroads is going to be your family? I can I remember the first time we visited, and um, we were, we had not joined the church yet, and we were just Brian said, "Hey, Kenny's Kenny's would be fine if we went up there and just got in." 
And I was like, oh, okay. We walked in that door. The lights were off. The Christmas lights were on. And I remember seeing kids everywhere. And I was like, oh, my gosh. What, what have we gotten ourselves into? We're used to maybe 20 kids. And it looked like there were 100 kids packed in here. And it was just, it was so neat. Um, and then the music and everything. It was, it was just really cool. And I remember we sat over there in the corner and just kind of, I think that must be the corner everybody starts out in. <laughs> just sort of taking it um, all in over there, right, Shane? <laughs> <laughs> but I remember sitting over there and watching it and being amazed at, you know, just everything y'all did. It was just, it was just neat. It was like, okay, we, we could do this. We can help. This, this is where God wants us. My first experience, I'll go with, with West End, and then I'll go with Crossroads. Okay. Because I have a very special story about West End. Um, before we were even members here, um, I had a huge scare. I had a kidney stone, and uh, the the doctors <laughs> the doctors came in, and they got you know the whole move got real serious. And Brian, we found a a a mask on your duodenum. That's a really funny word. I still like saying it. Duodenum. Maybe we should all do that on the counter. Duodenum. 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 For for those, well, yeah, she's probably got a different. (laughs) Our nurses over here going like that long. (laughs) He's saying it all wrong. It's actually duodenum. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) is that right, Melissa? Look at there. I got it right the second time. But that is the uh, the part that comes out of your stomach and goes into your large intestine. And they found a mass on the outside, so. It was a very quick thing where I was like, hey, if it's not supposed to be there, take it out. You know, they were calling it a gist tumor, which is those tumors that get like real big, you know, like the size of basketballs and stuff. And um, I was like, well, if it's not supposed to be in there, of course, take it out. So like within the next day or two, they had me in the hospital and and I was cut open right here. And uh, thank the Lord when they took it out, it was just a part of my pancreas that was on the outside. And um, it was a huge scare at the time. But while I was in the hospital, three out of the four ministers here came and visited. And we weren't even members. And I wasn't one of them. No, but that's okay. That's okay. (laughs) It brings that up a good bit. Yeah, I never will forget later (laughs) thinking, oh, if you pastor would come by. (laughs) That's that's not the point, though. (laughs) That's, That's totally not the point. But... With, with, when, when West End, when they come and visit you, it showed me that they truly care about the members in their community. And uh, that meant more to me than, than anything. I mean, yeah, we had people from Rubina where we were members at. We had people come and friends come. And from Poplar Springs. But um, for, you know, just for us visiting here once and then, you know, having that bout with all that in the hospital. I think I was in the hospital for about a week. I think uh, out of the seven days, three of those days, you know, a, a, a minister from from West End was there. So it was, it was that was huge to me. I mean, it was it was already like you know it's already home. You know, it's, they they already love it. They already care about it. But um, for Crossroads, um, <laughs> the the first day that I came up and talked to you, I said, you know, I've never been a member of a big church, and uh, I said I'm terrified that I'll just become a face you know, in the crowd. He says, oh, no, we'll put you to work. And, and that's what got me excited about, you know, being, being a member of Crossroads and, and just getting here and, and getting 
uh, involved, invested, and uh, and helping out. But my the biggest memory, uh, the the first memory of Crossroads would of course be the first beach retreat that we went on okay. two years two years ago. This was our what t-shirt is that? Beach retreat. Is that the blue leadership and the color? Yeah, leadership you. Yes. You yeah. Know. She got. I one. got one. Yeah. Did you ever get I one? I did not. That's okay. I'm not. I'm not I'm I didn't over. visit you. I didn't give you a T-shirt. <laughs> two strikes, man. You got one more. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know that 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 beach retreat. I mean, you just brought us in and, and let us let us work, and that's I think to me that was the most important thing to me, because one thing I told you I said we're workers. I said I don't want to get in here and I don't want to get lost in the crowd. I said we you know we want to work. And, and your answer to that is like, oh, ho, ho, we'll put you to work. You know, not like that. But, you know. <laughs> Man, I sound terrible. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's Brian's version of it, so it's always going to be bad. But uh, that, that, was, that was the best answer. It, it lit a fire that just we can't wait to get in here and get in here. And we have put you to work, right? Well, you, you definitely. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you had advice for the Crossroads students, what would it be? I would say the biggest thing I could say for you guys is be here. Build those relationships with each other. You know, older kids, grab a younger kid and, you know, get to know them and, you know, get, get to tell them, tell them about what Crossroads is to you so that y'all can all experience those things together because this is a family and y'all have, everybody that I've heard talk about Crossroads calls it a family. And for you, that's going to help you not only through high school and through these rough times in your life. But when you get older, these are gonna these are the people you're gonna remember. It's not gonna be necessarily the people in your in your high school class that you graduated with. These are the people that you're gonna have those those memories with that you're gonna look back and you're not gonna be ashamed of what you did or it's, it's just or just letting us be a part of it. Yeah. You know. Um, that that's huge to us. Like Bethany said, you know, we don't have any family here. Our family, they're an hour and a half away. They're far enough that they have to call before they come. So we know yeah. when they're coming <laughs> just to make sure we're going to be home. Um, so um, it, it, it's, it's awesome to know that, that we've got our family here and uh, our church family. And um, I just, just say thank you. Thank you to you guys for welcoming us and, uh, and making us feel like we're a part of Crossroads yeah. as well. Well, I want to thank you both for the work that you put in Crossroads, and uh, it's just beginning. And I want to thank you, Crossroads, for, of course, being here. It's really awkward if we try to do this and no one's sitting out there. So thank you for being here. Uh, I want to thank our Crossroads praise team. Let's give them a hand. And Mr. Isaac Graham for coming and working their sound out. Uh, I called Isaac yesterday or a couple of days ago. Brody and I have been talking to each other about trying to get you guys to come up, the praise team come up and do some stuff. And he said, uh, two of us can be there at 2.15 or 2.45, and two of them can be here at 6.15. I said, well, can we all be there at 6.15? He said, yes. And I had a meeting at 6 o'clock, and so I called Isaac, and I said, is there any way? He said, I got you. And we had a really awkward discussion. As I said, you complete me, and I, it got really weird for a minute, but uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, he came up, and he got their sound, and when I got finished with my meeting, I got up here, and they were getting ready to walk out the door. So thank you, Isaac. Thank you to all of our adults that come each week and help us out. 
And uh, let's have a word of prayer, and you will be dismissed. Hey, big oh. shout out to the uh, men's softball team. Men's softball team. Should have mentioned I gotta, that. I got to bring that up because we've got members of the youth group and the leadership team here that, that were part of that team. We've got John, Kerry, Shane, Rocky, um, Joshua, Lane. I mean, it was, it was a good team. Really good team. Now, are y'all going to go to the White House? I hope. Okay. We had the invite. You, you did get the invite, and you're yeah. not protesting. We're not protesting. No one took a knee. So. I do not have purple hair. So. <laughs> <laughs> Area 51. <laughs> we should fit right in. So, I mean, it would be great. So. Hey, guys, thank you. I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> anyway, Maybe thank, in, you. We thank you all for being here again. Uh do want to remind you that... We've got one more night of these interviews that will go on. It'll be the last Wednesday of uh, this month. And then the first Sunday of August, of course, we start our Sunday morning. Uh, and it didn't change. There it is. Day one. Uh, that's all we're going to give you on that right now. You'll be getting some more information as we get closer. But I will say this. At 9.15 on Sunday mornings, it's going to change. So we're excited about that. Uh, our praise team is aware of what's going on. Our leadership is aware of what's going on. So we're very excited about uh, what God's going to provide for us there. Uh, also, the next Wednesday, the first Wednesday of the school year, we will be starting our new direction for uh, this school year. I'm very excited about where God's leading us on that. So make sure that you're here and you're part of it. Invite your friends, invite your enemies. Uh, let's fill this place up and give as much God as we can. Let's have a word of prayer, and you'll be dismissed. Father, I thank you so much for tonight. Lord, I thank you for Brian and Bethany and their servant's heart. Uh, Father, one of the greatest gifts for a youth pastor is to have adults that come in and say, just tell us what to do and we'll take care of it. And Lord, to, to be able to trust that it will be taken care of is huge. Father, thank you for their willingness. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Reach out to us through our social media. Go to KennyCrossroads.com and you can find all our places where you can get in contact with us. Or feel free to drop by sometime. Meet us at West End Baptist Church, Clanton, Alabama, or drop by on a Wednesday night at Crossroads, which is on the campus of West End Baptist Church. Love to hear from you. Love to just see what you're getting from this. And as always, thank you for being a part of Crossroads. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast.